Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Good Game. Nice try. My name is Aaron Blair and I'm joined by my miraculous co-host, Sonia Reed. Hey Sonia. I do love these adjectives. That's right. I try to I try to come up with a new one every time. I was having a little trouble, and I looked down and saw the Miracle Man comic book, and I thought, you know what? Sonya's pretty miraculous. What's going Aww, on? How you doing? How that's you beautiful. I'm doing good. I'm doing excellent, although there's something on my mind that I, I can't get out of my mind. I told you I was sorry about all that stuff. No, not here. Oh, sorry. Okay. Not now. <laughs> I... I can't stop thinking about last week. Oh, I know. Here's the thing. For people who didn't listen to last week's episode, first of all, what are you doing? Go back. Listen to last week's episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rate and review. But secondly, last week, Sonya revealed something about Tetris that I had never heard of. And I thought I knew everything about Tetris. I can't take full credit at all. We were talking about video game crushes and somebody rolled up in my DMs and said that they loved the T-shape in (laughs) Tetris. And like loved it, like romantically. That was their video game crush. So I was like, and they called it (laughs) Tiwi. And I'm like, what the hell is a Tiwi? And it put me on this insane rabbit hole. And I looked it up, and apparently, a a long rabbit hole short, apparently there was a fake manual that somebody photoshopped from Tetris, and it went viral, and they made up a whole bunch of Tetris names, like Orange Ricky, Smash Boy, Rhode Island Z, and Tiwi was the T-shaped name, and people believed it so hard that it actually ended up on Jeopardy. The seven rotatable blocks used in this video game have names like Orange Ricky, Hero, and Smash Boy. What? It was a Jeopardy question. So thank you for whoever said that they loved the T-shape in Tetris called Tiwi, because that put me on this rabbit hole of discovering this insanity of incredible Tetris shape names. Wait a second. Can you just run down the shape names for us? Okay, so T is Tiwi. Yeah. Then, so what are the other ones? Do you have them all there? Yeah, we've got Orange Ricky. Orange Ricky is what? What shape is that? Good question. I think it's like the the two over and then one down and then one over, maybe. Oh, no, sorry. That's the Rhode Island Z. Excuse me. (laughs) I don't want to confuse them too much. Uh, And then there's Smash Boy, which I think is just the the block. The block? (laughs) The square. 
There's also one called Hero, which the long one, of course, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and Tiwi. We got Tiwi. Wow. That's <laughs> hilarious. So that one surprised me. That answer <laughs> surprised me in uh, more ways than just one. I love that's amazing. Tiwi. Maybe I have a new crush. That's you know it. what? Maybe I should free my mind from the construct of getting a crush on other living creatures and start to just go into, can I fall in love with the shape? Oh, the shape of you. Maybe that's what Ed Sheeran's song is talking about. The shape of you is actually falling in love with Tiwi, a Tetris piece. Honestly, I'm more of an Orange Ricky girl myself, but like, (laughs) I could be convinced. I don't know. I'm going to broaden my horizons, I I guess. I mean, Smash Boy all day. Smash Boy all day. (laughs) Smash Boy, though, I think Smash Boy you just want to hook up with. Yeah, that's a that's a quick thing. Orange Ricky is like the the piece that you become friends with and then you slowly realize you're falling in love with. That's Orange yeah, Ricky. Yeah, like it was cute at first and like super friendly. And then, you know, suddenly it just gets a little more intense. Yeah, like, one day you guys are like at CVS doing bits and then you kind of look across like the, the top of the Cheetos bags and you're like, wait a second, am I in love with this Tetris piece? Oh my God. <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> and what was that? Rhode Island Z is. We don't talk about Rhode <laughs> Island Z. Just, don't That's do that. Yeah, don't do just that. Stay away. Stay away from Rhode Island Z. <laughs> well, we've got an incredible guest for you today. He is a hilarious actor, comedian, fantastic human being. He plays Jin Yang on the HBO series Silicon Valley. You also know him for Crazy Rich Asians and the Netflix series Space Force. And his comedy special, Good Deal, is streaming on Amazon now. Go watch it. It is hilarious. Enjoy our interview with Jimmy O. Yang. I am so excited to finally catch up with our guest today. Um, I do want to start off by saying... I'm so sorry, personally, that we couldn't connect and I couldn't hook you up with any good turnip prices. Oh, a <laughs> hundred grand of turnips rotted. Uh, but you've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing lately. I have, but honestly, I've been very deterred ever since that uh, turnip mishap. And uh, oh, no. now oh, I no. only log on maybe once a week instead of like every day. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that wasn't completely... Me personally, right? You reached out to other people. I have. And asking. I, was, I was very disheartened. I realized I have no friends. You know, and, uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing has really driven to a stake right in your heart. Yeah, oh yeah. It was goodness. tough. It was a tough day. Um, but also, you know, after the turnips and, and after you built everything, it's, of course, terraforming and then just making the village look really nice. And I just feel like I'm so behind on design, you know. I go to my friend's islands and they're incredible. And, and I don't have time to watch all the YouTube videos and then do my own island. Right. I just moved right. into a new house. I got I to gotta do work to this real house of mine. <laughs> to a real house. Yeah. Not just the virtual house. I planted real turnips in the back. I have to deal with my real turnip patch. <laughs> yeah, a lot of rats and rotten turnips in my basement right now. <laughs> so... You know, we like to bring people on, bring guests on, and talk about their what they think the best game of all time is uh-huh. and the worst game. And not, you know, objectively, but to you. Like, yes. why is it the best game and why is it the worst game? Uh, so all of my favorite games actually are from my PlayStation 2 collection. I think that Ooh. was the most fun console. Maybe it was my age, like, because that was high school for me. And right. I had all the time to play video games. And two of my favorite games that's kind of rarely talked about 
are these street games. Ooh. NBA streets and NFL streets. These are so fun. They're like Madden, but it doesn't really like piss you off. Same thing with NBA Streets. <laughs> and I happen to be very good at both of these games. Uh, so I, I loved them. It was so fun. Oh, man. I love how you have the physical copies. Too. Yeah. Do you have a PS2? I, I still do. Yeah, I just bought one, the slim one. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's all hooked up to like got the HDMI adapter and everything. And sometimes when I get bored, I, I still play NFL Streets. Um, and, yes. and you reminded it because this game was made, I guess, like 2005-ish. So all those old players were on there. Like you can pick pick like Brett Favre, uh, Mike Vick, Donovan McNabb and wow. stuff, Ricky Williams. It's, it's really, really fun. Oh, man. What's your choice? Uh, you, you know what's great about this game? So it, it's, um, it's like a pickup game. So there's a roster of random 40 NFL players, and then you pick your own team like you would in the park. So every oh. game's a little different. Uh, and Randy Moss, Mike Vick, they always get like picked first. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a little different every time. I wish there's an online version of this that I can play right now. Oh, man. I'm just playing against the computer. So wait, I've never played uh, either of those Streets games. What Take us through, for people who may, might not have heard of them, yeah. why do you like them and kind of what is it like? It's kind of like a pickup game? Is that yes. the deal? I, I've always grew up playing sports games. Madden, FIFA, NBA nice. Live. This was before 2K. NBA Live was the thing. But those games are always quite serious. And these games, they have like tricks. And like you can go, like there's a move called off the heezy. You throw the ball off the guy's <laughs> head. Quarter oh, paramedics. That was sick right there. That was very sick. And then you, the more tricks you do, the more like power meter you fill up, and then you can do a game breaker, meaning you become unstoppable for like uh, a couple of seconds nice. or so. And it's nice. just so cartoony, but you can still use real players. So NBA Streets, uh, you can use like old school Michael Jordan. There's two versions of Michael Jordans. There's Whoa. Will Chamberlain, and Michael Jordan rarely signs his life uh, rights away to a video game. Right. So this is <laughs> yeah, really yeah, fun. exactly. And so you can play Michael Jordan versus like uh, Vince Carter or something. It's it, it's it's pretty awesome. And oh it's just God. so fun to play amongst buddies because Madden, they try to be so realistic. And then one right. misplay, one interception, your whole two-hour game is ruined. This game it's a little is more like, aggressive. Yeah, this game is like NBA Jam, which is also one of my favorite games. Oh, you know? I love NBA Jam. And I have to say, too, I, that's kind of – I am not a big sports game guy. I loved NBA Jam. I used mm -hmm. to play it um, – at a place called Putt Putt, which was both a miniature golf uh, place yeah, yeah. and an awesome arcade back in Ann Arbor, Michigan. But I think sports games to me have become too meticulous. To yes. your point about Madden, mm -hmm. it feels like doing math. It's yeah. like, oh, and now I need and the X plus six button, and then and then I hold yeah. this for two seconds, and it's like a mess. But that that sounds amazing. I just want to hang out and throw basketballs at people's heads. Yeah, throw footballs at people's heads. Like <laughs> I, I think I did it off the heezy on my sister when we were <laughs> yeah. kids. <laughs> Exactly. You might get beat up in the streets <laughs> if you actually do that and like ruck apart. Um, yeah, that, that's the fun of these games, right? Like they're still extremely competitive, but so many video games now is about how realistic things are. But right. they forget about the fun. What about the fun and just I agree. The, the dumbness of these old games, the unrealistic cartoonness of these games? And I love it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that necessarily realism means... Uh, a better experience. And you know, we, we've talked about uh, in past podcasts how like Red Dead Redemption 2 and you, you see the sunset through the trees and all that stuff. That's cool, but you can't do an off the heezy. 
you know, yeah. in Red Dead Redemption 2. I wish you could. <laughs> I really wish you could in Red Dead. And, and same thing with like GTA 5, same company. Uh, incredible graphics, you know, the reef color and stuff like that. It's awesome. But still, my favorite is uh, GTA Vice City, when you can just get in a cop car and do the vigilante missions and stuff exactly. like that. Why can't? Why did they take that away to improve the graphics? That kind of sucked. <laughs> they took away a lot of fun in exchange for graphics. I agree. Do you remember the first time you played NBA Streets or NFL Streets? How did you come to it initially? Ooh, uh, I had a buddy, Phil, that lived down the street from me. So uh, <laughs> Phil uh, and his cousin Jeremy will always just go to his house and play. And Phil's little brother, Brian, will play with us. And we have a, uh, he has a multi-tap. So we can play four players on the PS2, which is very rare oh, back man. in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll right. team up. So me and Jeremy will be on one team. Uh, and I'll always play the point guard uh, or the shooting guard like Jordan or Kobe or something. And he'll <laughs> always play Shaq or Will Chamberlain. Because you can be goaltending in that game too. It's very fun. <laughs> so it'll always be me and Jeremy versus Phil and his brother Brian. But they can never beat us. Me and Jeremy just became like so good. Uh, <laughs> but all these games were introduced by Phil because um, uh, either we'll do this. He, his mom will buy him a game. And we'll all play it like uh, Marvel's uh, Alliance back in the day, uh, oh, you know, yeah. NFL, NBA, Streets, all, all that uh, multiplayer games. And um, also, if if you know, a little nostalgic is uh, we'll we'll go Saturday because we're all kind of losers. We didn't go party or anything. <laughs> so every Saturday or Friday, we'll go to Blockbuster, and sometimes we'll rent a movie, but sometimes we'll browse and rent a video game. And I mean, that's a party good. in and of itself. Yeah. That is the party. That's all I did in high school was watch horror movies. So oh, it was so fun. I wish there's yeah. still Blockbuster out there. I remember going to Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. And there is something to going inside a enclosure. Why am I saying it like that? A building <laughs> and seeing like rows and rows of games physically and Physical. like looking around and like, yes. it, it's a different sense to your point. Mm -hmm. You know, you can go on, I don't know how you guys feel, but when I go on like the PlayStation store, Xbox store, any, even Steam, it's not the same. Why is that, do, do you think? Well, the, it's something physical is nice. I, I think that's why yeah. people still collect vinyls and stuff. It's a collector's item that you can flip through. Like I like flipping through mm -hmm. these video games. There's something... Yeah nice yeah. and collector about it sure you can build up a collector's library with uh, criterion you know dvd collections <laughs> blu-rays but it just it doesn't feel the same you know right right it's the same vibe as you know you can get an emulator you can play you know nba and 2k and everything but like having the physical cartridge and i need to i need to blow the dust out of there and yeah. pop it in and cross my fingers hoping that it turns on maybe it's channel three or four i don't know but that that physicality of it is just it's lost. I, I press a button and now it's a digital inventory of mine. You know. Yeah, and yeah. throwing back to those cartridges, there's something great about the analog click. That yeah. click is right, so it's solid. Satisfying. It's like a solid door closing in a good car. You know, <laughs> there's just something good about that. And I do think it's it's super cool that you have the the boxes. Also, I think that one thing that's missed, you know, like we're saying about the physicality of games not really being a thing anymore, is like. Box art counts. Yes. And it's it's mm -hmm. one of these things where, you know, I want to get a sense of the game. And even like watching a trailer, like when you see the box, like look at these boxes. Exactly. And, and look at the sleeve look at, with the instructions. Remember reading oh, yes. these instructions? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can still register the game, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just give away your code? Uh, we got a video of that. Look, I'm going to steal that code. instructions, game screens, alley-oops. How fun is that? I can just spend a day reading this.
Now I have a question, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Speaking of um, you know instructions and all these things, I remember there was always a section for notes. They would oh, always like, yeah. like, did you ever use the notes section? I never did. I think GTA was the only thing, maybe San Andreas was the only thing when Phil actually invested and bought one of those booklets that <laughs> tell you game hacks because you can't find all of that stuff in, on the internet. And we had GameShark. GameShark was like awesome. Yes. Oh, I was a big GameShark guy. For those, yep. for people who don't remember, GameShark was like, it was like a pass-through cartridge. So you would you would click the cartridge into the top of it, then plug both cartridges in, and it let you hack the game in crazy ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get paintball mode. Yeah. That in big head mode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, big head yes, mode. That's, yes, oh, that's right. Oh. So good. That was that was awesome. And it's funny because now, you know, you have like the like all like Gary's mod and all the modding and stuff, which is really cool. So like GameShark really was the precursor to mm -hmm. now what everybody loves with modding games, which is yeah. crazy. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You said that you were uh, that you just picked up a PS2 like recently. I think I got it on eBay or something. It was like ninety nice. bucks, and it came with like two, three controllers. Yeah, nice. I was gonna say, was there something that that sparked that, or was there? Did you want to play these games, or did you get any other games? It was these games. Phil's in medical school now. Or he's almost done. So I was like, man, when you guys come come back to LA, like we got to hit up uh, NFL streets, put in the multi-tab and stuff. So so we played a couple games. Uh, so that was really fun. Um, and 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 it's just like like we 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 make money now as adults. You know, back in the day, we might want some Jordans, some video games. Now we can afford these things. Why not? Right. You know, splurge a little. Yeah. Was there games that uh, that you didn't have a chance to get a hold of back then that you want to revisit now? Yes. Th there's a game that um, I got a hold late. Uh, but I did finish it, and I played it a few times. One of my other favorite games is Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Three Subsistence. Oh my god! And I think I got this is this is this the deluxe version? Yeah, this is the deluxe version with two discs. In order to play the whole thing, once you're like sixty percent through a game, you got to switch out the disc. What? Yeah, so you can play the second. What an half. era! I think that's what it was. Now this game, I remember, I didn't have money to buy until college. Because it was such a classic game, even the yeah. used game stores where like Madden was like uh, old Madden's like five bucks. This yeah. game was still like thirty bucks. Kept its value. Even now, it's like thirty bucks. Like it's such wow. a classic. I never. So I played the first Metal Gear Solid. Then I played Phantom Pain. 
That's oh. all I did. And it was like, first of all, for people who haven't played Phantom Pain, it, the first 30 minutes is just an insane cut scene of like, the, yeah, like yeah, this dude yeah. on fire and a psychic and it's just cr- you have no idea and like you have one arm and you're in a hospital gown and you're like crawling and you can see your butt you're like from behind it's a lot of butt action a lot of crap mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just, I, it was a lot of like what the fuck like over yeah. and over and over you're um, like I'm turned on and I have a lot of questions <laughs> that's it <laughs> very aroused yeah so what's happened I, I love the you know um, what's a guy's name Kojiman or like yeah yeah. Uh, yeah Hideo Kojima yeah yeah he is incredible with his storytelling but he it got too carried away like too many cutscenes like Agreed. subsistence mm-hmm. like and the older ones were great start with a short one and then you get to play with it and then you get sucked in and more cutscenes you know yeah mm-hmm. uh, I think I finished Witcher uh, but it was just a, so much cutscene and I ended up yeah. skipping through a lot of it same thing with even um, even NBA 2K now if you try to play it it's just a cutscene. <laughs> It's like, dude, what? I just want to shoot a basketball. Come on. <laughs> a couple of my friends are in it. Uh, Thomas Middleditch is in it. Uh, yeah. In the cutscenes, Ginger Gonzaga. Like, it's they hire these real actors. Real actors. Uh, pretty cool. But I'm just not a cutscene guy. I would love to see Hideo Kojima uh, do a remake of NBA Streets. What do you think that that would be like? That would be amazing. Like four discs of NBA Streets and like, you know, it's, oh. it's uh, ridiculous. And just it's constant movies about, and you have to sneak by the guard and then shoot the basket or and something. And then off the hazy, the guy? Yeah. Off the- there you go. <laughs> Before you shoot it. Someone please call Hideo Kojima. Someone please. Or someone just please bring back uh, NBA and NFL Streets for yeah. the PlayStation and Xbox Arcade. So I can play online. Because oh, yeah. I mean, if you, sell, you can sell these for 20 bucks on the you know online platform. It would be so yeah. fun. And people Agreed. love these games, man. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. All right. So we've talked about the your favorite games. Yeah. Let's talk about, let's visit the other end of the spectrum, shall we? The worst. Mm-hmm. The worst of the worst. You know, so I looked in my basement. I looked in all the cabinets to try <laughs> to find my least favorite game. Uh, I, I guess I'm a pretty positive guy. I couldn't really find Ooh. one. So this oh, game, okay. oh. all right. But this game, I do, I guess, have a least favorite game uh, because of the meaning behind it. Um, so this game, it's a pretty good game in itself. But to me, it's when I stop playing the franchise. Is Halo Reach? <gasps> wow. Oh. It was a disappointing game for me because Halo Three. I played it every day during college. All my Me buddies too, would yeah. be online, and we killed. It was my fa- one of my favorite first-person shooters. So fun. Yeah. So fun. But when Halo Reach came out, this is in the writing Hollywood community, is when they say you jump the shark. Is uh, <sighs> when they have, when they put jetpacks, little armor packs and shit, and it completely ruined just a pure shooting of the game, and it got too complicated, and I stopped okay. playing Halo because of it. I agree. Is that uh, the one where you could throw out the shield, the bubble shield? And yes, stuff? that's the first oh, one when you can man. start throwing out bubble Ugh. shields and jetpacks and stuff. Then love worst. it. I'm a purist, yeah. I guess. So did you? Did you give? Um, was it ODST? Did you like give that a chance at all? I I, I I found that in my basement too. So I don't know if I played as much. So ODST, I actually love. I agree with you. Halo Reach is a uh, is a reach. Yeah, it's a reach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Um, you know, ODST, I liked because they switched it up. ODST was two storylines in parallel. So one was you are basically a, a detective and you're trying to 
like like meet up with or figure out what happened to these orbital drop shock troopers, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. which is what ODSC stands for. And so you go to an area that a battle has happened, and you look for clues, and then you play that battle as the ODS, ODST guys. Oh, I enjoyed ODST not as much as Halo One, Two, or Three, but. Because of that storyline, I thought I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting. But um, yeah, I, I guess at the end of the day, like what I was saying about cutscenes, I'm not really a storyline guy. Like with Halo, with Overwatch, there's some great stories, but yeah. I just go on and play the multiplayer arcade. Interesting. Wow. We're exact opposites. I, I, because I die all the time in every single. It's just, I'm a respawn guy. It's just like, I, you know, time. the only time you're doing well are in the cutscenes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, I do think, because if you think about trying to make a game, it's a lot like a band trying to put out a new album. And I think it's like you want to evolve, but then you don't want to, you know, jump the shark or, you know, in, yeah. like ruin what you already have. Is there a game franchise that we could think of that? has done a good job of adding in new elements without doing like a Bioshock 2 to Bioshock Infinite of totally changing the story. But in terms of that, like, you know, I just, I wonder if there's an, another, because again, Kojima, he kept adding stuff on and you almost wanted him to be like, yo, dude, just like cut it out. Like do yeah. something else. GTA, I think did a good job. But mm. once again, they took out some fun stuff to really improve yeah. it. I mean, GTA 5, one of the most beautiful games ever made. And it's oh, still very so fun. fun. But most of the so missions fun. were just you driving from one place to the other. Right. I'm just an Uber at this point. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt. I'm, an, I'm an Uber for missions and <laughs> But they did evolve, did a great job online because I, I yeah. don't think San Andreas and stuff had online or it no. was very playable. <laughs> I can't, I, again, those GTA games are so big. They weave such a huge tapestry. I just get like, I start getting like overwhelmed and weirdly like game claustrophobic. Yeah. <laughs> like there's too much to do. And I just, there's a like, lot going on. And I mean, I, I guess as far as driving, I any game for me is hard to drive in. So I <laughs> feel like the mechanics aside. Do you play Mario Kart? I, on N64, mm-hmm. I crush it. Oh, so you, probably, you, got, you got the base for it, for the new one, probably. Yeah. You know, I I really want a one-to-one Mario Kart with GTA driving, but I'm, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if there's too much uh, technical overlap. But <laughs> I just recently got into Mario Kart. Uh, ben Schwartz, on the Switch? Yeah, Ben Schwartz has a group of people that play, so like, and then I realized how good they are. And like, you can't just get by, right? Now yeah. I'm like pretty good. I can hang, but it is so like one level to the other, like watching the lap times on people on YouTube. It, it's such a deceiving game because it's very cute and it's yes. Mario Kart, but yes. it's infuriating. It's a killer. It's a silent killer for sure. Yeah. It's just yeah. amazing how they, they shave off the time. You're just like, what the? I've yeah. seen Schwartz do some crazy flips and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? I don't yeah, think yeah. it's possible. Yeah. He's got a game shark. He hooked up a game yeah, shark. Yeah, I know. That's Come it. On. It's crazy. <laughs> Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Jimmy, what brought you initially to video games? I grew up in Hong Kong, so uh, video games were basically free because everybody bought bootleg video games via PC. So I grew up wow. playing FIFA, you know, uh, SimCity, Sims. So I really yes. love all those heroes of might and magic. Me and my, my, my cousin got me into that back in Hong nice. Kong. So uh, that was always a big part of my life. And I remember I went to uh, Shanghai to visit my cousin once, and his dad was playing Heroes of Might and Magic with us. So that was that. really, really cool. Uh, so um, I did that, the PC gaming, for a while. But we never really had a, Oh, you know what? I did have a console towards the end of my stay in Hong Kong because my brother, my brother was always the cool kid. So he convinced my parents <laughs> to buy us a PlayStation 1. And nice. we would play, uh, it wasn't FIFA, I think it was like Winning Eleven and all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, we played that quite a bit. Uh, so growing up playing with my brother, uh, and I was always not the best loser. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and what do you mean? he was always better than me, not in sports games. That's why maybe I gravitated towards sports games now. Interesting. Because he was super good at Street Fighter, King of Fighter, and he would completely kick my ass in those. So I got very discouraged playing those games. But You're like, um, yeah, but... Uh- Come on over to sports games. What's yeah, up? Exactly. Play me in some NBA. See me in the streets. Nobody can beat me in the NBA streets. Me and Jeremy. No <laughs> you and Jeremy. Team. Together, yeah. yeah, we can be professional gamers if, it, if, it's, uh, if, if NBA streets is a thing. Oh, can we bring that as, back as an eSport? I would Can love we make that. that happen? That would be amazing. It would be so fun to watch, too. It's very colorful. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and plus, I got to say, like, there is something to, I, I think, you know, the trend in gaming lately has been to get rid of couch co-op, which kind of, I, I love I feel couch like, co-op. Man. Me too. Oh, thank you. Exactly. Come on. Oh man. my God. Come on. What are we doing? Exactly. Uh, speaking of gaming and side scroll. Um, so have you guys heard of this company called Polycade? No, no. It's an arcade that looks super awesome. That hangs on the wall. Go on their Instagram. I'm not doing a promo for them. I, I bought the machine. They gave me, <laughs> I was like, is this an ad now? No, no. They gave me a discount, and then you can load all your old ROMs, like NBA Jam, Ninja Turtles, Simpsons, blah, blah, and it looks really cool. Like, Do you it, have to use Code Jimmy? Yeah, Code, code Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's great. So I was, um, I was playing that quite a bit, inviting friends over to play Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Remember that game? <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Those are classic size scrolls, and, and they're is, is it a is it a cabinet? Is Polycade a ca- is it a like a video game cabinet that you're yeah, loading stuff but into? It's, it's very sleekly designed. You know, all those things are basically computers inside, but it's a metal yeah. cabinet that's super sleek. There's no Whoa. wires coming out of the wall. It, oh it's, man, it's it's, it's cool. Uh, it's not I cheap, but it's very cool. When you had people over, what was uh, what was the biggest hit? Like, what do you think really uh, uh, brought the people together? <laughs> What's the great uniter of NBA games? Jam and NFL uh, Blitz? Those were the games that you can keep playing. But the size, we also found like uh, like Buster Brothers, like those old games, okay. like bursting yeah. bubbles and like bubble oh yes. and like Absolutely. those little Tetrisy kind of puzzly games. Those are always fun, like the old actual arcade games. Burger time, yeah. oh, like burger time is amazing. My heart, yeah. I may not look like it, but I'm definitely. A Burger Time fanatic. So. That's amazing. Burger Time. Well, come by and play Burger Time anytime. It's it's a there tough game, and I can't beat it. So, do you? Are you with the new house? Are you planning on having a gaming den? 
Well, so for Jeremy's bachelor party, we rented a very big house in the middle of nowhere in California. It's a cheap like neighborhood, but it was a big house, you know. Uh-huh. And they had like a gaming den uh, with like a massage chair, pool table, even like little Whoa. gambling tables, like for like roulette and stuff. What? And then oh there's God. like four or five TVs, <laughs> so people were like watching the NBA and we're like playing Overwatch. It was so fun. So all that kind of I love that. semi-degenerate stuff, I think, is what makes it great, <laughs> great gaming then. And I, I, I do oh, want to get so that. Good. <laughs> was it a five TVs on a row, like a surround thing, or on one wall, like a giant? It was control? on a wall, like 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 you're a, a day trader or something. <laughs> so they they had it. Uh, they had it pulled up where they were watching the NBA and like oh some. God. I swear, like horse racing, like something that you you never watch. But then they have a, a gambling site hooked up to the computer and they just like bet. It became like a Vegas sports book. It was very fun. Yeah. But a massage chair is hugely important because you can fall asleep. You can chill doing that. I, yeah, I might do that. I have a little tiny basement. I'm going to hook up the poly case yeah. there, do a little projection screen on the massage chair. I, I can't do – you know, I, I have to disagree though. I can't do the massage chair. Oh. I need to be a little uncomfortable that like – like focus. I normally sit on my couch. I'm a fairly casual gamer. I All even right. on Overwatch, I don't play ranked. I just play arcade with my buddy, uh, yeah. Jeremy. And uh, so, <laughs> but the thing is, you know, it's an intense game when you get into a certain stance. You stand yes. up in front of your TV, <laughs> yes. like like you see those Madden tournaments. Like the guy just standing in front of the TV, and that's so fun. I, I love yeah. it when you get into that zone. It's so good. What? Uh, who's your pick? What are you playing in Overwatch? Oh, who's my main, huh? Yeah. Um, I am, I would say if I do play ranked, I'm actually the best as Moira. Um, nice. Okay. Well, all right. Zarya is great. That's my tank about to pick mm-hmm. one. Soldier. I've been getting pretty good as Farrah. I think what's great about Overwatch, it's like you can switch in the middle of the game uh, to whatever your team needs. And uh, it, yeah. it's almost like a chess game in itself. So even if yeah. you're like amazing as a uh, Soldier or Reinhardt or whatever, sometimes it just doesn't work for the level. Mm-hmm. Very true. Get Very that team true. meta. You can mix it up. Yeah. Oh, you know, ah, man, I forgot about this game, but Overcooked. Have you guys played oh, that? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask. I know that you're a big cooking person. I was a big fan of your steak short rib ragu pasta. I wanted to ask you, have you, been, have you played Overcooked? So I finished both Overcooked. How I got into that was uh, when we're shooting Crazy Rich Asians, uh, Remy He, Australian actor, so it'll be like the last month or so we're doing those big wedding scenes and the wedding after party scenes. Yeah. So we'll all be kind of holdings in our hotel rooms and we'll end up just all going to like say Remy's room or my room, hook up an oh. Xbox and all play um, Overcooked. And there's so many people, there's like 12 of us, right? So yeah. one of us will, will be called like basically like the Overwatch guy, like he's the coach <laughs> overlooking everything. It's like, you go get the lettuce, go chop tomatoes. And that person was so important. Uh, so yes, uh, we finished both uh, Overcooked 1 and 2. It was very fun. And all the expansion That's packs, incredible. Right? I love that game. But you got to play that game with the right person. You got to pay Yeah, agree. 100%. You, it's very stressful. Who was typically uh, designated as the coach? Um, so there was a few people, we would switch off. So it's me, Remy, who play uh, Alistair in the movie, uh, Chris Pang, who plays the husband in the movie, uh, Desmond Cham, our other buddy, Henry Golding and Constance, they were like too busy shooting. 
you know. So like four <laughs> or five of us will actually like rotate, you know. And 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 it was really fun because like we'll call, get called to work. It's like Jimmy, it, it's like your scenes are up next. You gotta go to makeup. We're like, ah, oh, shit. You know why can't I just keep like overcooked? Then you like tap in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, Ronnie Chang was also a, 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 a player amongst us. It was very fun. Oh my god, I, I love, love that. it. That's yeah. awesome. My yeah. god. What's your, uh, yeah, and what is your now, your go-to, like, when you travel? Like, what's your go-to? The Switch. Uh, I used to bring straight up my entire PlayStation with me, especially when you shoot a movie, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, in a, you're in Atlanta for, like, two months. You, you right. want to be able to play some video games. Um, but now the Switch is so easy, and you can even bring it on set, you know. Uh, the last movie I shot out of town, uh, I'm not complaining about this, but it was two months in <laughs> Fiji. Uh, we shot this Whoa. movie called Fantasy Island um, that not too many people watched. Uh, <laughs> but um, Ryan Hansen, who plays my brother in the movie, uh, he brought the Switch and we used to play Mario Party on it. So that was I that was that. really, really fun. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I feel like Mario Party is definitely a game that's that will chat. I mean, at least thinking of the N64 Mario Party, I don't know how it is on Switch, but I felt like it really challenged relationships it and did. friendships. <laughs> I, um, oh, I did, this, did you meet any of that? <laughs> I did this one thing I still regret on Mario Party. So Ryan flew his, he has like three very cute kids, the daughters like three, six, and nine years old. So the six-year-old was playing with us. And I remember I used a poison mushroom on her so she had to move oh. back a couple of steps. Oh. And the girl like almost cried. And I was like, oh, no. wait, why am I being so competitive? It's a, I'm playing against a child. What's wrong with me? You know? Taken down a six-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, They've got to so, learn. They've got to learn. I felt, I felt pretty bad about that. But I do get like pretty competitive. So, um, yeah, you know, Tough lessons in gaming, I guess, yeah, right? Exactly. Teach him young. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't trust nobody. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't, <laughs> Tell him not trust to trust nobody. anyone. That's right. Uh, my God. Yeah. So, best game, NBA and NFL Streets. Worst game, Halo Reach. Mm. Wow. wow. I'm going to get a wow. lot of hate mail for that. A lot of. Uh. <laughs> I don't know that Halo Reach is seen. It's, I guess it's seen as kind of a. Uh, you know what? I think the, it's the biggest insult of all. I don't think people talk about it. Ooh. Right? And I think people dropped off, whereas just video game itself moved on to the Call of Duty world or whatever. Because I know yeah. everyone was playing Halo 3. After Halo Reach came out and then Halo 4, half of my friends dropped off of Halo. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, Jimmy. Well, thank you for coming. This was so great. Yeah, I love yes. it. NBA slash NFL Streets. And, uh, and and Halo Reach, the two opposite ends of the spectrum. And then if you're on set, you would say to other movie stars and, and, and actors, what, Overcooked maybe is a good Overcooked on-set play? and mm-hmm. Mario Party if you got a lot of time. But <laughs> Overcooked is quick. Every level is five minutes. Perfect. And if you're you playing go. a kid, make sure to use the poison mushroom. Is that yeah, the thing? Specifically. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. Or, or if you're a yeah. professional actor, maybe actually just learn your lines and don't play video games. And <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis and Tom Hanks are like, I'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Jimmy. This was awesome. And thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks. Yeah, bye. Great talking to you guys. I'm just imagining Jimmy and the entire Crazy Rich Asians crew um, decked out in suits because they said that they were like sneaking up to their hotel room to play Overcooked and they're like fully dressed up and just screaming at each other over Overcooked. <laughs> um, I think Crazy Rich Asians too should just be basically like uh, a Overcooked tournament.
You know, Can it be? Yes. <laughs> they're all dressed up and it's this giant arena. They're just playing overcooked the entire time. Amazing. Yes. And make sure to check out Jimmy's hilarious comedy special. It's called Good Deal. It's streaming on Amazon. He is so funny. Watch it right now. And that, I think, is going to do it for this week's episode of Good Game, Nice Try. Oh, how the time flies. Right, Sonia? It, it, it does. Wow. <laughs> you couldn't have been <laughs> with you, less With convincing. you especially. Oh, it flies. <laughs> and all of you out there, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please send in your requests on Twitter using our hashtag, GGNT. And don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you all next week. Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton with engineering and sound design by Anya Jejik. Music by John Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. mobilecom